0: Good day, everyone. Uh, Pete Hofstra here with an update on North American equities. It is February 6th, 2023. Certainly, an interesting start to the year. Pretty robust markets uh, through January. Uh, one of our colleagues, some of you may have met, Bob Swanson, uh, has an interesting observation over his years of investing. He says, Look, at he ignores the market the last few weeks of December and the first few weeks of January. And that's really because you say you get some non investment decisions. Uh, being made toward how you construct a portfolio. So end of the year can be a lot of tax loss selling and tax consideration type behaviors. And then in January can be a lot of those 30-day wait periods roll off and people get repositioned. So you sort of get some artificial selling and buying as people try to navigate tax consequences and really aren't based on investment decisions. So while certainly some bullish early signals uh, this is still a central bank driven market, and we'll really have to see you know what sort of traction we get as we roll through the year in the first few days of uh, February look like. There's a little bit of softness as we try to figure. Out, is the central bank actually at a point where they're cutting rates? So certainly everyone anticipates them slowing down or stopping. I think in Canada, as we've alluded to, it's going to have to stop raising rates sooner. We're certainly seeing that, and the us. has slowed the pace of increases. But when do they go into a hold and potentially a cut? And so, if you look at that data, obviously inflation is being the big one. It clearly seems to have peaked, and is rolling off. And that's sort of what the data is reflecting through. You know, one of the big helps is going to continue to be energy. Um, Certainly, last year at this time, if you use WTI, it was over ninety dollars a barrel. Now it's seventy-three. You know, peaked. You know, one of the peaks was in March, breaking through one hundred and twenty. Again, I think that happened in June again compare that to 73 today so there are some naturally disinflationary elements out there energy certainly being quite a, a significant one i think it'll be supportive of the inflation data but it's also important to realize that it'll be slow in coming down when you think about something like auto manufacturing and the tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 suppliers and in some cases parts are being ordered a year before a product might actually come to the consumer And that means prices at that point need to be locked in and those will trickle up into the end product. And so it's only when that supply came back on and you started to see enough inventory to support the different channels that, you know, pricing can soften a bit. And then it takes a while for that pricing to pass right through to the consumer. But, you know, anticipate that continuing to be the trend, uh, but you're not going to see a cliff in inflation. It is going to roll off rather slowly. Uh, so that we continue to watch. The employment picture was an interesting one. In the U.S., we saw very strong employment numbers. But you've got to contrast that with the various announcements of layoffs, particularly coming out of the technology industry. And so how do, how do we square that, right? If people are laying off yet, you know, the job, new job um, hirings are at sort of peak numbers. It really is, you know, the employment number that gets quoted is obviously backward looking, you know, layoffs, you know, and some are forward looking. They get announced before they get implemented. And if it's a layoff, people are are packaged up and that does buy them some time, some freedom to think whether they want to take time off, they want to retrain or whether they want to start looking for work right away again. Uh, And so there can be some differentials between the backward looking and the forward looking. Uh, but certainly, as long as the employment remains robust, it's going to give central banks um, you know, some, some fodder to say that they can sort of hold rates at these higher levels. Now, again, I think the other piece is that central banks know that this is a level that can't be held indefinitely. I think they realize the economy can't support that. Again, as we've talked about before, Canada probably in, in bigger trouble than the U.S., This wall of tightening when it hits, Um, and I think this is a probability that isn't necessarily weighted properly, but when it hits, it probably could have a pretty big impact. I'm sure you, like me, know people who a few years ago locked in a four or five year mortgage with a one handle on the front, right? You look at those mortgages for the same term, they now have a five handle on the front, so you know a tripling of mortgage rates. And those will start to come due and roll over and that can have a pretty significant impact on the consumer wallet if more goes to ultimately sustaining your house. So there certainly is risk there, I think in terms of an economic impact um, that could create a buying opportunity. I think what you'll see is then central banks forced um, to cut rates certainly maybe sooner or more rapid than they're currently articulating. And they say they're data dependent and they certainly will be. But that is one to watch out for is there is a lag effect between the hikes happen and when that lag hits, uh, it's been a dramatic increase. Again, when you consider off the base of where we started, uh, it's absolutely, you know, thousand percent type increase when you think we're at 25 basis points uh, not so long ago. So that's all pretty significant. So all of that to say, first half of the year, we do expect to see some volatility as we continue to watch the Fed, continue to watch inflation numbers. But you know, we anticipate an up year from the start. You know, it's rare you see two down years in a row. Uh, with inflation rolling over, I certainly think that that puts us in a position where central banks are certainly going certainly to back off the hiking and potentially, you know, they say they don't plan to cut this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they need to cut this year, they're not going to get rewarded for triggering mass unemployment. Uh, and they're quite clear with that as well. So anyway, so lots to come. Um, You know, we continue to position ourselves. I think it's a good year to be buying quality again to make sure we we get whatever we get through. The valuation resets have happened. Uh, I think, you know, to take more risk is going to be challenged. The capital markets are going to be more punitive on those that don't make money. Uh, And so I think that's really how we want to overall position our portfolio. So anyway, a few tidbits there today and we'll check in with you again another month. Take care.